Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. All right, back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here alongside Sean Dutra with the Celtics. Got destroyed against the Brooklyn Nets in their final preseason matchup. We're days away. Or I should say, we're right around the corner from the start of the regular season. And uh, the Boston Celtics did not look great in those two preseason matchups. We'll talk about it. Also, we'll preview the entire Eastern Conference. We'll see where the Celtics stand. And we'll talk about why we think uh, which top five teams are going to top the Eastern Conference and where the Celtics stand and, and within that within that top five. Or if they're even top five at this point. We'll see where Sean, where, how Sean feels. Right now, Good, bro. Sean, how do you how do you, how do you feel right now, man? Are you <laughs> have, have you changed whatsoever? So I mean, no, no, come on, I haven't. get I out haven't. of here, dude. You were no, talking about bro. a top three team. This is not a top three team. It's still a top three team. I don't see how. I don't. My opinion has to change on that. Yo, look, listen to this. We we went up against. I mean, the Philly game first first preseason game, whatever. Brooklyn, we know is going to be a good team this year. Uh. I don't. I don't think we have to like sound the alarm after two preseason games. Look at the way this team came out to start that bubble season, right? Remember those preseason games in the bubble? That was so long ago, Sean. Don't even. You can't even compare that team to what we're looking at right now. Yo, the same thing just, I've been saying to you the last two episodes. No Kemba Walker. No Gordon Hayward. This is the effects of that. That starting lineup. That's that that team that, that, that gave up 35 points in the first quarter against the Brooklyn Nets that could barely score 20 points in the first quarter, that's what you have right now moving forward. Yeah, I think it's fine. Honestly, I think if they they played like dog shit, but I still think that they can like they can play. Like they had a, they had a bad game against the Nets. I mean, they actually played really, I think, considerably well for like the first five ten minutes of that like first seven minutes of the game first half of the first quarter they were causing turnovers and they played really good defense it's just they were jacking up threes and like and, and they were nowhere close nowhere close to hitting a three and they didn't stop shooting then they got into a big hole i mean that that's what that and they couldn't get out of it so i maybe maybe you know 
I'm still high on this team. I'm still high on Jason Tatum. I'm still high on the role players that have been put around him. I still think they're going to be a top three team in the Eastern Conference, and I'll, I'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But I mean, you know, Tatum takes a little bit of time to get get into to midseason form. You know, we saw that in the bubble. Took him like three or four games to to start to get to to where we expected him to be. Uh, Jalen Brown, you know, I think is going to take a little bit for his shooting to catch up. Uh, but you know, honestly, I I still I still think I look around the teams in the Eastern Conference, and you went up against a team last night that has all the all the pieces to win the East and even go on a finals run. I mean, when you look at that team put together. They're a lot scarier than they were on paper. No, I, I get it. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm not saying like the Brooklyn Nets is like the they're going to represent a handful of teams that could do this to the Celtics on a, on a nightly basis. No, I'm not saying that. But I just think it just shows you just how far behind the Celtics are. I think. I mean, the Brooklyn Nets, of course, are head and shoulders above the Celtics. They're probably at the top of the Eastern Conference. Whether you know, depending how you feel about the Milwaukee Bucks, but I mean, that's pretty much it right there. Those two teams are sort of the top. And I think we we knew that heading into the preseason, we knew that the Celtics weren't going to be a top two team. But did you think the difference was going to be that? Dramatic, you know. I get it though. though. I get it though. Okay, hold on. Let me finish. I get it though. It's preseason. You know, we shouldn't be panicking, but I can't help but panic when I look at the offense. And I got one, a bit of those flashbacks of that trigger happy team that just decides that you know what we can just solve all our problems from behind the arc. I I got a lot of those vibes uh, Friday night. You know, Marcus Smart, especially in the beginning of that first half, or at least in the first half in general, uh, where they try to shoot their way back into it. I think they believe they attempted what 17 three pointers by halftime. Uh, They finished the night uh, shooting uh, 17% from the behind the arc. They had jacked up 45 three pointers in a preseason game, 45. And okay, they only made eight of them, of course. But also, hold on, well, one last thing that worries me. All right, fine. Keep throwing the stats out. No, 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 it's not even just about stats. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even just about stats. I just think, again, it's the eye test. It's the starting five that scares me because the starting five, again, they're going to have to carry this team, right, without Kemba Walker because the bench is ridiculously thin. We'll get on to that later, of course, when we break down uh, the top five teams in the East or, or, or the top eight teams in the Eastern Conference. But, again, my point is, my, my concern is you can't, Get out to those slow starts, especially out of the gate when, when you have to, you know, face some of the top teams in the East, the, the first 10, 12 games of the regular season and expect that this team's going to be at least 500 up until that point. Again, I know it's early and I know that Kemba Walker, his health is going to dictate a lot of how far this team can go. But in the meantime, before he comes back, they have to show me that at least that they can put together a strong offensive showing. I mean, that's what worries me. I'm not, a, I'm not worried about Jason Tatum's offense. I'm not necessarily worried about Jalen. I think those two guys will, will certainly figure, the, figure it out. You know, I, I just, I'm just wondering where the points are going to come from. Where, where are the other guys? You know, how, how is this going to come together? And if, uh, you know, playing against the Brooklyn Nets or, or teams like the Philadelphia 76ers or, you know, the Miami Heat or the, or the Milwaukee Bucks, those are going to be your biggest test. And those are the kind of teams that you're going to see right out of the gate. Why, why are you freaking out, bro? Why are you freaking out? Like, you're, I, there's panic in your voice. I can hear it. It's not necessarily it. about panicking, Sean. It's just about how is this team going to be able said, to... You just said that they're not going to be able to be 500 by the time Kemba comes back? You no, I said that? in the first in the first ten games. You think this team this team's a five hundred team in the first ten games? Yeah, man. yeah, yes. You didn't yeah. look at the schedule. You're lying. Uh, no way you looked at the schedule. You did not look ahead on this one. I fucking look ahead all the time. 
All There's right. no chance you looked ahead on this one because if you did, no. then you're, you're you're way high on this team than you actually think you are. No, so I I uh, I'm not going to. Just how you can't overreact about Peyton Critcher going off in game one, and you know, uh, and 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 just is the same way you can't go off about the team starting and scoring. I think what five points in the first ten minutes of the game or something crazy like that. Like, they shot... So, you just explained that game. They shot 17% from three-point distance. That's not what they're going to do during the regular season. A bad... If they were a bad three-point shooting team, they'd be shooting 30%, like, high 20s, right? They're they're a good three-point shooting team. I think that'll be proven. I don't think you're going to see, you know, Brickfest 2021... Uh, every single night, like you saw in the first quarter there. And, you know, we had rookies covering Kevin Durant last night. <laughs> what do you expect? Like, they, they didn't take out their starters, and, and we sort of let our young guys play. So, uh, Nah, man, that first quarter, that was the starting. Yeah, they, man, Durant just, just went ham on everybody, man. He was just, it was ridiculous, man. Like, So there was, there, there was yeah, first quarter, I, I hear you. The first quarter no was No one could not, stop him. The first quarter wasn't. Yeah, Durant's a great ba- basketball player. He's now in the East. You're going to have to play him, what, five times? Well, I don't know how the schedule is going to look. Four times at least, right, this year? <laughs> You're going to see him at least, you know, for Christmas. So he'll be back to say, you know, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. And you know what? I actually, I, if I'm if I'm a betting man, which I am, I'm finding that spread, and I'm fucking taking the Celtics to cover, and maybe even the Celtics in the money line, and probably winning a lot of money. Because I think preseason Celtics – Versus regular season Celtics are going to be two completely different teams. They have been. Go look at the past. But go look at the past few years. I don't care who the team is. It's still the same coach. It's still the same core. Just just go look at it. Then the preseason they never impressed. It's almost like though. I have looked at it, Sean. It's the first time in the last three years that uh, Brad doesn't have an All Star point guard starting. How does that have anything to do with the preseason? And Jeff T was an All Star, bro. All right. Oh man, yeah. So was <laughs> fucking Kyle Corver that year. <laughs> that was a long I'm time ago. I'm just saying, don't fucking, don't fucking say, say non-factual shit, bro. And Marcus, what? I Marcus, mean, I just don't think Southern fans have really thought about this long and hard. Like you know, Kemba, Kemba Walker, Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas. Like, talk about a coach that just was blessed with some top-notch yeah. point guards. Three of them in this first what six years of his uh, tenure in the NBA. So, I mean, there are, there are definitely concerns about Kemba and his health and coming back. But I, I, I think when he does come back, we're going to have – we're going we're gonna to see a team that probably takes a huge – like a huge leap when you get a guy like Kemba Walker coming back. But still, they, they're going to be able to, to be a top team in the East and not tread water at 500. They, they'll, they'll be a good team, so I don't – like they they can beat the Heat. I'm saying the first the ten. Raptors. I'm saying the first beat. ten games, man. I'm telling the first ten games. Like like you don't the Bucks, the Nets, the Raptors, the Heat, you know the Pacers, and then play them all again twice. Like that's the course of the first half of this of this revamped new schedule. Because uh, by the luck of the draw, the Celtics uh, location wise. They play next to a very, very good teams in the Eastern Conference. So because of that, geographically, they're going to head to Philadelphia. They're going to head to uh, Milwaukee. They're going to head to uh, Brooklyn. You know, they're going to see the Nets more than they see the Knicks, unfortunately. 
Yeah, man. That, that's again. They're in a. The Atlantic Division is a lot better this year than it was last year. Uh, hands down, right? I mean, is there still? Do they still call it the Atlantic Division? Yeah, that's the only one that hasn't changed. I don't think. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think they're the I, only I one. It. Maybe Central like, is Central still Central. I think Central is still Central, but that's it. The only two have, haven't changed. <laughs> yeah, well, the the, our, the Southeast Division is going to be harder, and if they are playing just division games, then yeah, you got Brooklyn. You have, you have the you have like the the new fucking sort of super team sitting in you know in your in your division. Like that's that's tough, and and the path will be harder for the Celtics this year. I get it. But the Celtics aren't, they're not as far behind of where they were last year as you're making it out to be sweat. Because I do think, you know, it, it may take a little bit of, uh, it may take a little bit of adjustments. But at the end of the day, you still have Jason Tatum on this team and you still have Jalen Brown on this team who are young, healthy, ready to play big minutes every single night. You still got role players. You still got. You haven't seen Tristan Thompson on the court yet. You haven't seen a real rotation yet. Yeah, he's not going to address even... the offense, man. That's the thing. He's not going to address. He may give you a couple sure. putbacks here and there, but come on, I'm, I'm worried what, about the offense, think, man. Did you think Tice looked any 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 good last night? No, he was all discombobulated all over the place. Well, Marcus, I want to see him Marcus. get more looks. I want to see sure. him, you know, and and, and I well, like the looks that he got. Games, so you're freaking out over two games in limited practice, bro. Like it's like a lot of the basketball that I've been watching, and you tell me. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the thing, Sean. A lot of basketball I've been watching. Almost every fucking other team looks better than the damn Celtics, and it's not even close. It's not Uh, even close. I don't know if any other team. I don't know if any other nationally televised preseason games. I mean, maybe a team or two looks worse than the Celtics, but it's not that far off. Yeah, well, I I still think I still think you're you're a little. uh, Little quick on the trigger there, bro. Don't don't take out the shovel yet. Don't put the don't put the dirt on the casket yet, bro. Let uh, let let's see let's see a real game, and then let's see a couple more real games, and let's see what happens. No, because man. if you were that, me and this shovel have become best friends. All right, my car was so gone, so far gone that man, it was like a a, a year workout. You know, a year worth of all the all the workouts I should have been doing in 2020. It was in shoveling the last couple of days, so I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Man. I, I got no problem shoveling. I'll give me a shovel. I'll, I'll I'll dig. I will dig a hole for this team. Not yet, but I will when it needs Damn. to. When I need to. All right. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm nowhere near that, but I, I'll. I'll you just ask for the shovel. You're obviously near it. No, I'm saying, Sean, it's close by because of what's been going on, you know, in Boston. Mm, but mm. <laughs> I'm not going to bury this team, but I won't be afraid to. What kind of shovel do you use to shovel out your car, bro? No, the last the couple shovel? of seasons, the last, at least the last two <laughs> yeah, seasons, I've given this team the benefit of the doubt every single time. And they haven't, proved, they haven't proven me wrong. So this will be it. This will be the time they prove me wrong, you know? I, I'm just, you, so you're not giving them the benefit of the doubt right now. So... You're, you're like, it sounds like. Well, well, uh, well, to their credit, I've given them the benefit of the doubt the last two seasons, and and it, it didn't steer me wrong, you know. A lot of people you, never never expected the Celtics to get to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, or at least not the year no. before, but the year before that, same thing. I had them going both times, you know, two of the last three years. And this year, I'm not feeling it, man. I'm actually right. one of those guys. I feel like people are going to look at me like, oh, you're, you're just one of those guys. I'm like, yo, man, I haven't been that guy the last three years. But this year, I'm that guy. I'm that Let guy. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that, I think, and, and, and do you think that Celtics 
fan, uh, fans, media, national, everybody. Maybe not national. But do you think everyone is sort of taking Jason Tatum for granted right now? Because that's the way I see it. When people look at this team and say they got no chance, they got no chance, all these other teams are better. Like, you, you, you're taking Jason Tatum for granted. I mean, you wouldn't look at anybody else, you know, that's a, that's a top 10 player in the NBA and say that they have no chance or they're not a top three team in the, in their conference when they have one of the best top 10 players in the NBA. Yeah, but I think it's because he's, he's, he's new to the club, you know? That's I, what I mean. You guys are taking, everyone's that. taking him for granted. Like he's yeah. gonna, he's, he's got the only thing Jason Tatum has gotten is better every single year. So, why is everybody freaking out when when you take away some pieces that maybe were stunting his growth, and now you're you're gonna give him the keys, and now everyone's bailing on but this? But Sean, you're not worried like, about the no. growing pains. You don't think the growing pains are gonna start to sink in at the beginning of the season? I like like, like that's no. the thing. I'm afraid this team without Kemba Walker, they're gonna be so below five, maybe not way below five hundred, but maybe too below to get out of that hole. And, and all of a sudden, they're gonna have to settle for a four or five spot in the Eastern Conference. I mean, that's no, realistic. I, that's a realistic so possibility. I, I'm gonna put it this way. I'll put it this way. All right. It. I don't. I think that there's a there's a real core here of people that the, the you know Kemba Walker comes back. Your starting five has actually been here doing it. You know that, that's cons- that's the first consistent. I mean, again, no. If Kemba Walker comes back and we get we get even, I'll take bubble Kemba. Okay, I'll take the NBA bubble version of sure. Kemba Walker. And plug him into this team, and of course with a a, a, a Jalen Brown who's made another leap, uh, Jason Tatum who's made another leap. I, I like that team. I like the chances of that team going to these conference finals or going to the NBA finals. But that's a big if. Yeah. So what I think are we talking about here? Like, are you saying that they're they're not in the top five? Well, maybe we can get into our our day. But I mean, I still think that they have. I I still think that the floor this year is what they achieved last year. That's the floor of this team. I think the Eastern Conference Finals is going to be looked at as, uh, ah, okay, this team didn't get better. Like if they make it to another Eastern Conference Finals. Like I think, honestly, it's it's finals or bust. Or the only other way I could see this ha- breaking down is the Eastern Conference Finals isn't like a, a bad, like at least Conference Finals loss isn't bad for this team. Is if like the Nets are as good as I think they may be. <laughs> and, like, and they're like, you know, one of the best teams we've ever seen on the court at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only way I could really be like, uh, you know, maybe maybe that's a, a failure for, or that's not a failure for this team. However, so I'm going to put it this way, I, and then we'll get into our Eastern Conference talk, because I know there's a lot of panic right now, and, and I, I made my point about Tatum, but I'm also looking at sort of the bigger pink picture here is that I think that Danny Ainge knows that this year is very important to Jason Tatum's ascendance, too, right? And he has set himself up. Now, the Kemba injury doesn't help, but he set himself up that if he needs to make a trade, he is lined up to make a trade. You know what I mean? Like, the trade exception, you got Robert Williams, you got Daniel Tice, you got, um, I mean, because you brought in Tristan Thompson, so you have front court depth that you could move, package it with picks, package it with, uh, a trade, uh, you know, or a, in, include a trade exception in somewhere else. They're not this team the way it's set up right now. I think everybody's looking at this team and saying, damn, why is Javante Green fucking starting right now? That's a gap in this team. It's going to be addressed. 
So uh, very hard to do that in the off season this year, right? But it's going to be addressed. Like I think treading water is not eight and eight. I think treading water is you know being a being a top three four seed. You know trying to get there when Kemba comes back, and then once you're there, then you can make pet trades for pieces, get Kemba Walker back, and then I think you're rolling. So I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this is a sinking ship. Uh, I'm not counting this team out. I'm still very high on this team, so I, and, and hey, I'll, I'll I'll be the first to say I was wrong in about ten games. If we're looking at we're five and five, and we look like dog shit, I mean, there we go. Uh, I'll say I'm wrong, but I still I still I have faith in in the core of Tatum and Brown that they will win. Uh, that's it. They'll win. They're a winning team. They've never they've never let they've never lost. They've never had a losing season together. So why wouldn't we expect the same? And also, yo, are you fucking still talking? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I got one, one Jesus. thing. Yeah, you you're the one that was all freaking. You know, I I'm just shocked right now. So I so really you're, am you're saying all this stuff with like no merit. You're saying this stuff that has like completely different implications on it. Like, oh yeah, well Jalen Brown's done it before. Yeah, Jalen Brown has never been in this fucking situation before. Like Jalen Brown like two years ago, Jalen Brown was barely a starter. Like, yeah, I guess he's technically been on a team that's been through it before, but he he's never been a number two. He's never been a I don't know. Let's get so into this conference. You don't believe that, that that's what I'm saying. Let's get into this people conference. who are freaking out don't believe in the combo of Tatum and Brown. That's your problem. Because you guys don't project anything. That's what I'm fucking saying. Oh, yeah, like, because Kemba Walker and, 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 and Gordon Hayward, man, they had nothing to do with the office last year. No, they, they fucking did it. They weren't on the court last year enough to make a big difference. The reason why this team was successful last year was Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. <laughs> okay. That's it. How many fourth quarters did Kemba Walker go off? Like, it's so easy to forget because it was over a year ago, but how could people forget? Like... Kemba is a certified all-star, like perennial. And yeah, sure, Jalen has obviously shown you glimpses of that. And he's going to make that leap. And he's going to be an all-star. But I just think there's a difference between making an all-star team and being that guy that a team counts on night in and night out. I think Jalen's going to learn. You know, I think he will. He'll, he'll certainly learn that it's a it's a different space. It's completely different compared to anything he's been in at this level at the NBA. Agreed. Agreed. They haven't done it Tatum done it Brown hasn't done it yet but like you gotta look at what they have done right and you can project I don't think there's gonna be super growing pains last year I think if we were in the same position I think we'd be feeling I'd be probably with you but after we've seen and then Jalen Jalen's what this is his is this gonna be his fifth year in the league yep okay what are we looking at then we signed him to a long term contract you gotta expect it at some point fifth year Fifth, he's drafted in sixteen. Oh, against fucking old. Dude. I know, man. It's wild. <laughs> Shit, I remember it just like yesterday. It's like this dude. <laughs> this dude was barely in high school when we started this podcast. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's still that still goes down as one of my angriest rants of all time against Danny Ainge. That's when I was out on the Celtics, bro. Well, no, you were you would. I think the rant was before he actually made the pick. I think you were just like, yo, if he, I think we did our mark, we did our mark drives and I had him, I had Jalen and you were like, yo, man, I'll be so mad. And then you started to get the feeling. You were like, yo, I think he's going to actually pick him. So I think, I feel like the rant, the epic one was the, the bigger rant was before he actually got drafted. Not when he got, not after he got drafted. Did we do a draft show that year? 
No, we started at the year Tatum got drafted. Yeah, we, 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 we were live at the, at the greatest bar. By the way, guys, we're going to be doing that next year. So clear your schedules, NBA draft. And Get if you know a bar, let us know. Bro. Let us know. Get your vaccines <laughs> in, kid. If you know any bars that, that could host us, let us know. Who knows what the bar scene's going to look like in 2021? Yo, I hope it's fucking lit. I hope it's fucking like, yeah. I may even start going clubbing again, bro, after this year. I don't even know. As long as they play Soldier Boy and. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? Your college all, joints? You want to hear the college, college all, bangers? All I want is lean with it, rock with it, bro, and then I'll be in the clubs, dude. I'll be in the clubs. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. Yeah, you and our college friends, man. Y'all can hear that stuff all the time. It never I'm gets old. You, we yo, could be 70. Y'all, y'all, y'all rock with that. <laughs> lean back. Lean back. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. College vibes forever. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on the action right now. The season opening bonuses is the best way to start you off. Wagering on win, division, and championship futures today. Head to BetOnline.ag and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Let's do it. All right. Give me, a, give me your top eight. Uh, I don't need to hear uh, who's going to be in, in the cellar of the Eastern Conference. Well, you want my top eight? Yeah, top eight. Okay, because I think eight, I don't know. Honestly, the way it works out to me, the way the Eastern Conference works out, is I do think there's a hierarchy of mm, six teams. There's a six-team hierarchy. And then after that, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter, but... I'll go eight. Uh, so, I'm going to start with eight? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Eight, I'm going to take the Atlanta Hawks. I think they're going to make that leap. I think they could actually be probably higher than eight this year. Uh, I'm really high on the Hawks. I really like the way they built their team in the offseason. Uh, see, I am one for, uh, you know, big players growing into roles sway. And I think Trey Young could do that this year. All right? So you don't have to, you know, he hasn't done it before. He hasn't been in the playoffs before, so he's not going to get there. But I think the Atlanta Hawks are going to make it. My number seven. Huh? No, they won't, but go ahead. All right. Uh, Go ahead, Sway, motherfucker. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know. They could, though. They could. That's true. They could. This is gonna shock. This is gonna shock some people. Number seven, got the New York Knicks. No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say, wait, what? <laughs> number seven, number seven. I got Washington. I think Washington's gonna be there, and I also think that Washington is not going to be any. I don't think anybody wants to play Washington in the first round of the playoffs. If 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 Beal and and Westbrook are healthy going into the playoffs. The two seed better watch out. I'm just, I'll put it that way. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I like those guys together. And I like, uh, I like the mindset that Russell Westbrook's in right now. So look out. Me too. Look Me out. too, bro. Me too. I'm, I almost, almost, and this is, this is gonna, this is, I almost did this. That's why I said it's gonna be shocking. But I figure I'd give this team, this next team a little bit of credit. But uh, number six, I have the Philadelphia 76ers. 
Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Six, huh? Yep. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Washington Wizards, Wizards pass it. Uh, I, I don't I don't think this team is put together to succeed. I don't think the combination of Embiid and Simmons is viable and, and sustainable. I think Doc's going to try his best. And, hey, you know, I'm, I, I, you know, Love, love Doc, but I just don't know if this team set up the way they need to be. And if they, and if they don't, it, uh, it was promising to see that Simmons was in those trade talks with Harden. But hey, they need to do something. Yeah, I they mean, I don't, do I don't think they'll finish that low. I think, I, I think they'll have a, a, a better regular season record that, that gets them in the top five. But yeah. again, it's the same thing I've been saying the last year or so. Like, I just don't think these two. It's just that it. It's not going to work. I, I don't know. I don't know the the solution outside of just split them up and see what you can get. I don't know if James Harden is necessarily that solution, but um, he, is, he is. He is. I think he is. You think you you think you should roll the dice? I mean, maybe. You know, honestly, maybe honestly, I would. I would honestly give it some some serious thought because you look at the, you look at the Brooklyn Nets, you look at the Celtics, you look at the you know. It's like where man, we can we can do something right now if we want to. You know, it's yeah. risky, but you know. What's what's worked so far hasn't gotten us over the hump. So uh, let's just see if Doc's gonna you know do the trick. I I I'm a huge Doc guy. I, I like Doc a lot, and I, and I like these two pieces, these shooters and Danny Green and and, and Seth Curry. I, I think that those are good pieces to have. But I, I just again, it doesn't get you over the hump. I don't think you beat no, the Brooklyn Nets. You know, I, no, I don't I, I don't know if you beat the Miami Heat. You know, so so yeah. So I'm with you a thousand percent, bro. I think like if they can get Harden though. And I'm I'm happy. Well, not happy. Whatever. You, I'm like it makes logical sense, and I'm happy that they're not being stupid because they should always put fucking Ben Simmons in a trade for James Harden. I mean, you, you need you need somebody that can shoot with Embiid, and if you put those two on the same team, bro, then Oof. that's a different fucking story. That's scary. That's a different story. Yeah. Okay. Um, Simmons is great, but Simmons. Simmons is the number three on a championship team. He the just Southern is. fans don't want it. Southern fans don't want to hear it, but that would be the Ace Conference Finals would be crazy. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, all right, do you want to go through your uh, bottom bottom three then? All right, yeah, we can do that. We're we getting the top fives. Yeah, let's do that. Battle it up. All right, I got Washington. Um, they're gonna be such a fun team to watch, but I, I just think. Yeah, I got them at eight, man. I think they're gonna be a fun team to watch, but I think they're gonna they're gonna be one of those teams where they just they fall short, you know, at the end of the games, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be some heartbreaking losses throughout the course of the season. But it, it's a good push for them to to get back into playoff contention. I think there's something there to build off of, but I don't know if this year is necessarily the year that they're gonna actually you know crack the top six or or be able to to win a, a playoff round. So you know who I'm really high on on the, on the Washington Wizards, bro. Who? Uh, this guy called Rui Hachimura. Yo, I love that dude. Yo, I heard he's gonna be balling in fantasy. Yo, he better ball out in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean no, and I gonna uh, Sean and I are, are, are managing our fantasy team together this year. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah just in case the podcast ends, that's fucking why we fucking got into <laughs> got into the argument. <laughs> I mean, Sean fucking traded traded a player without <laughs> without talking to me about it, which I can completely yeah. see you doing that. No, I couldn't see you doing that. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Unless it was a fucking slam dunk trade. Then you're more of a I told you so, motherfucker. Yeah, man. You're not That's a loose. You're not a loose cannon with it with that type of stuff, you know. Nah, man. You gotta believe in your draft. You gotta believe in your draft. Yeah. Plus, you uh, you you, you asked for consent. You know, you're one of those guys. But you don't think I remember. <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking trying to say? I was like, where's Gucci going to go with this one? Funny fucking joke, but I think I get in trouble. <laughs> I thought you're gonna hit me with the uh, what you don't think I don't know about consent, bro? <laughs> Some shit like that. <laughs> oh, what you wait, 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 what you don't think I can, I can, you don't think I can be me too, bro? <laughs> Yo, I can be me too if I fucking want to. You, right? th- you think I'm too soft to me too <laughs> to be me too, bro? Yo, don't fucking start with me, bro. I'll go get me too tomorrow. I'll bro. get me too real right? quick, bro. <laughs> don't Yo, fuck fucking... with me, bro. I'll fucking get me too tomorrow, <laughs> Yo, bro. You know, just because I fucking, just, just because I t- followed the rules in the past, bro. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Dutra, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking cancel myself, bro. I'll get fucking fired and everything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking, don't call me out like that, bro. <laughs> don't ever call me a bitch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. All right, number seven. <laughs> I have the uh, Indiana Pacers. Um, the Pacers are an interesting team, though, man. Whoa, you got the Pacers. Yeah. I got them out of my picture completely, bro. Yeah, see, this is the thing about them. They're so interesting because you don't know if if this TJ Warren thing. Look, I know he's going to make a leap. I don't think that you can do that in the bubble and then just go back to being your old TJ Warren self. Ten and ten self. Yeah, I don't think TJ Warren, he's not about that life anymore. He's, He's seen the light. So I think that part's legitimate, but... What are we getting out of Victor Oladipo? You know, where's his head at? I, I, I mean, he's he shot down the trade rumors. He says that he's an Indiana Pacer, but uh, I, I have to see it on the court. You know, I, I didn't like what I saw last year. You know, we saw little little flashes here and there, and 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 the I think what was most concerning about it that the Pacers they really took their time with him, and he just didn't. I don't know. He didn't look that great, and then it was like, oh, you know, I'm not ready for the bubble. And then it's like, you know what? I kind of want to go to the bubble. No, I don't want to go anymore. So it's like. Damn, I kind of wish I got a little more to see where he was at physically. So I think that's a that's a bit of a question mark, uh, and that that cloud sort of you know where this team could project if it reaches its true potential. Put it that way. I don't know if it reaches its true yeah. potential if you don't have uh, Victor Oladipo at least somewhat of what we saw before the injury. Man, when he first got to Indiana, that dude was a monster. He was dropping he thirty plus. Yeah. Yep. He, crushing the, he crushed the Celtics. He, he was crushing teams left and right for that team. And it seemed like, you know, everything was going the, the way it was supposed to. And, you know, when he went down, he, he just hasn't been the same since. So that, that's the only reason I have him that low. Well, if yeah. And I, I, uh, I do think that they could start the season a little hot. But I think they're going to trade. They're going to rebuild. They're going to push the reset button at some point this season. Uh if all those rumors were true in the off season, you don't just come back and, you know, be be your number. Like some people are saying, which is ridiculous. This is ridiculous to me that the Celtics window is closed now because of all the other competition. I mean, I'll just be honest. The fucking Pacers window of being a top four team in the, in the Eastern Conference, they're out of here, bro. Like they're gone. Like there's so much more competition in the East that I just think that that's a team that's gonna. That's going to have to say, like, hey, we tried. We were there, but we're never going to get a superstar. So let's try to right. draft one. Let's fucking, let's fucking tank. So I think uh, I, I think that Oladipo will get traded this year during the season. I think he's going to be a big trade piece, but we'll see what happens. Go ahead. Right. No, that, that's actually a good point because if, if, if that is the decision, well, what do they get out of that? You know, how does that change their team? Because we, as we all know, a, yeah. team, a team like the Miami Heat, that, did a, a, that was huge for them last year, that trade. You know, uh, th- those pieces that can really uh, change well, things right before the playoffs or at least right before you, you turn the corner and, and head towards the postseason. 
Yeah, but I think I think like if they're if you're the if you're the Pacers, the only way you're getting rid of Oladipo is if you decide you need a rebuild and you take a trade exception and two first rounds from the Celtics, and then hey, there you go. Oh, you, you're thinking you're, you're thinking like Danny Ainge. Okay, got you. Yeah, <laughs> he's on the old he's on the old radar. I mean, you know I don't think. I, well, so wait, wait, what do you mean by that? So you think that that's definitely going to happen? Because I, I mean, not with the Celtics, but I don't know if necessarily that means if you trade all the people that you're you're, you're going to just you know go straight to rebuild. You could you could get a couple of pieces out of them. You could get a couple uh, of bench think, guys. You could get a couple of bench guys in a future first, or or you know something of that magnitude, and and a couple of pieces that could give you. You know, fifteen, seventeen points off the bench. All of a sudden, you you boosted you your offense. Swept by the Miami Heat in the first round of playoffs, like you did in the bubble with that exact <laughs> exact lineup, or the know? Bucks. But yeah, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, no, I think I think the first half of the season is going to be an audition for Oladipo to be like, hey, are you healthy enough so we can get pieces for you? Right? Are we good enough to? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, if you're healthy enough to get pieces, we're trading you. Like, if you're if you're gonna be subpar, then we're you hold on to that asset because you get too much money invested in it. So yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, number six, I have the uh, I have the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I like the Raptors. Uh, I like their culture, their style. I, I think that's a team that should at least uh, be monitoring this whole James Harden situation. Call me crazy, but I think uh, depending on which players get shipped out, that could be a pretty good team up up north if you put if you put James Harden in there. That could be sort of a similar. So... Uh, Kawhi-like situation. I don't know if it's enough to win the title, but it could yeah, be enough to get give. back. It could be enough to get to the NBA Finals. It could be, could be. So that's that's a big question mark, of course, as well. But all you that have to aside, give up Siakam, though. you have to give up Siakam. What's up? You'd give up Siakam. Would you do it if if they asked for Siakam? Siakam? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I'm if I'm Toronto, would I do Siakam for Harden? Hello. Yeah. Would you? I'm asking a fucking question, douchebag. You wouldn't? Why are you being so quiet? Can you hear Fucking me? answer the question. Would you do it, bro? Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, would I do it if I was Toronto? Probably yes. Yes. Actually, no. Definitely yes. I think I, I think that you could... Yes. I think that's a no-brainer. Honestly, Sway. I do. I'm high on Siakam, and I, I think Siakam's going to have a great year this year. That's why I have them, obviously, in my top five for the Eastern Conference, because I haven't mentioned them yet. But... I think at the same time, he's never going to be Harden. And I think you can, it's a lot easier to build a team around a Harden than it is to build a team around a Siakam. I just think what happened last year in, in the regular season compared to what we saw in the postseason is like, is this guy going to be able to put it together? I mean, in the history of most All-Stars, they typically do. But what if no. he's just not that guy that's, that can do it in the postseason? What, what if it takes him, I don't know, four or five years to be that guy? Heck, how long did it take someone like Chauncey Billups? Or yeah. how many how many other perennial all stars? What year five or so? All of a sudden they're like, oh wait, no, now I get it. You know, yeah. Sometimes I feel like Pascal's going to be that guy, and and I'm not saying he's not going to be a, a twenty point score. I think he's going to be a, a solid perennial all star. But when the game's on the line, or or at least when it's the big stage in the postseason, and he has to be the guy, I, I just think it's going to be a tough spot for him. And and yeah. I think I think if you're the Toronto Raptors, it's let's say I don't know a month into the season, if he's playing out of his mind and the record doesn't look great. I don't know. I would give it some thought. It, it's worth the risk. At least you have some bit of you have a bit of power with, with, with Harden. It's not like he's gonna, you know, he has one year left on his deal. I mean, I think you're spot on with Siakam. And at the end of the day, you talk about Harden's playoff struggles because for a second there, I actually thought you were talking about Harden. 
<laughs> you're describing. Oh no, it's not going to come over the playoffs. But I got you. But like yeah. Siakam, Siakam flashed in the in his rookie. I don't know if that was his rookie season. Maybe it was his rookie season when they won the championship. Yeah, that was his rookie year. Yeah, so he flashed and he had big. Time I mean, no, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry, it wasn't. <laughs> it was the second year or something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he came from the G League. Yeah, he flashed. Right. So it was like it was. It was good to see, and then, but I think when Kawhi left, everyone just assumed, oh, he's going to be able to plop right in, and 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 he did for the whole regular season. But yeah, something something happened in the bubble, man, and something happened in the second half of the year. And you know my, you know my, uh, my uh, conspiracy theory about Siakam that I will not bring up again. But well, <laughs> something's going on there. All right, well, give me your top five. <clears throat> Alright, top five. Starting at number one or starting at number five. Probably probably starting at number five, right? Uh, Raptors are gonna be my number five team this year. Um I I then have the Miami Heat at number four. I do think wow. that they're gonna I do so I do and we talked a lot about the Raptors, so I'll skip my talk about the Raptors, but I just think they're better than the seventy sixers. But I think the Miami Heat are gonna have a little bit of a hangover. A little bit because think about the lack of time or the, 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 there hasn't been a lot of time since they just got beat by the Lakers in the finals, right? So is that going to be a good thing or is that going to be an even worse thing for people that normally get to the finals and then have a tough season coming back, right? Mm. I don't know, but I think, I, I think it's going to go in the negative because that team's so young, because that team played. In an NBA Finals and the most basketball just two months ago, I think they're going to have a little bit of slip. Now, this does not mean that I don't believe in the Miami Heat this year. I just think if we're talking about the regular season and we're talking about, you know, sort of how we're going to see the the season play out, I don't see them passing the top three teams. And I think they're going to have a little bit of more just, you know, sort of the same way they played last year. Right, they they made it through the regular season. They got hot at the end. They came to the bubble, and they were one of the, the they were they just they just clicked. Right, they went on that little run. I think it's gonna be a similar thing. So, you know, I don't I, I see Jimmy Butler's one year older, which you gotta. And Gordon, Goran Dragic is another year older as well. So they do have a lot of youth on that team, but their veterans are getting up there. So. Uh, you know, and, and if they're really going to rely on minutes from Andre Iguodala, which I don't know if they are, but they've been talking about yeah, that. Yeah, but don't uh, sleep on Avery, though. I think that's a great pickup. Yeah, Avery Bradley's actually a really good pickup, yeah. but they lost Jay Crowder. Yeah, yeah. So you sort of made up there, you know, and, and I think he's he's in a great spot where you, he's not going to get a whole lot of attention, you know, which is ridiculous to think because he was a starter for that Lakers team last year. People forget he was starting for that team. Yeah. And... Obviously, not going to the bubble had a had a huge impact, but now you're on a team where you know you're not a starter, but you're on a second unit where everyone's looking at Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, and you can get all kinds of open shots, and you can lock down defensively alongside people who also defend at a high level. So that that's that's yeah. certainly a, a strength on both ends for for Miami. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say this uh, 
because I, I believe it, but people are going to call me crazy for it. I think Duncan Robinson's going to fall off a fucking cliff this year. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Before I forget, before, you know, speaking of, of, of great shooters, uh, your, your boy, uh, Max Struss, uh, diehard Celtics fans will know exactly where I'm, where I'm going with this one. Max Struss. Uh, he, got, he got picked up? No, no. Not only did he get picked up, but he plays for the Miami Heat now. And he went full, or well, he went almost full, semi-full, Carson Edwards. He, he made six three-pointers Friday night. Six out of eight. Oh, shit. So I don't know if that's the Carson curse or if that's uh, the old uh, basketball guys telling Celtics fans, uh, he used to be yours, guys. Remember him? Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, would, I, how, how much How much the team would, would, would kill for some shooting like that right about now, no? Bro, we still got Carson Edwards on the bench, bro. If you want fucking preseason shooting, I was coming so, from Ducha, the I Carson so Edwards, the, the only was, Carson Edwards hater, the day after he anything. he dropped eight three pointers in one night. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, bro! I'm Fuck telling you, here. and this is going back to what I said fucking before. You ain't shit. Stop looking at the fucking preseason. No, you ain't, ain't shit. shit. Get out of here. Yo, all right, fine. I was fucking right though. I was fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> that night, though, that was about as close to a, to like a take that I almost had to back off of as possible as quick. Because when we drafted him, and then I watched him in the summer league, I was like, "Yo, this fuck, I, you got you, you got you remember?" I was like, "Yo, this dude sucks, man. Yeah. Fuck this dude." And then all of a sudden, he comes out and hits eight three pointers, and I was like, Ugh. "Yeah, but you didn't give up that take, though. I, I give you I credit. Didn't give up the take, Most people would have been like, "Ah, well, you know, it's summer league. You never really know." You're like, "No, no, no this kid still sucks. All right, I don't yeah. care." <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. He could he could score twelve threes in one night. He sucks. All right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there we go. So far stands. So far stands. All right. So last thing about Miami that I'll say. Last thing about Miami is I do think that Duncan Robinson is going to fall off a fucking cliff. I do think that's going to happen, and I just don't know if Tyler Hero is going to be able to put up. I still think he's going to be potent in the postseason because, you know, he can go on, he can get hot. But if they're relying on him picking up, like, you know, being able to turn into a player year two, I just think that, that they need to pump the brakes a little bit there because they don't have enough pieces involved. So, well, you know, we'll see about Miami. We'll see. We'll see what happens with them. All right, we got next. All right, bro. So, you know, you know how I feel. About the Boston Celtics. I was gonna say they better be here. You better not be saying some fucking craziness. <laughs> I was like, if you if you fix your mouth to say the Milwaukee Bucks, man, I'm I'm, I'm done. Hanging number up. Number three, number three is the Milwaukee Bucks, bro. I think number three is the Milwaukee Bucks. It is the Milwaukee Bucks. No, it's not. Get out of here. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The 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 I have Bucks at the three. I have Celtics at two, and I have the Nets at number one. And I I I that that's where I'm gonna stand. That's where I'm gonna fucking stand, bro. I'm gonna stand there. Hold on, wait. Where's Philly? Philly's number six. I told you Philly oh, was number yeah, six. Oh yeah, you did. You did. I got, I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks at three. Because... <laughs> so wait, hold on, hold on. Let me and be honest here. Did you have the Celtics at number one until Friday? What? <laughs> <laughs> you home swinging motherfucker, yo. Yo, uh... I got a home. I'm swinging motherfucker, bro. I'm not a home swinging motherfucker. Why is it weird for me to think that the team that was number two in the Eastern Conference last year and made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and 
were banged up and still pushed it to six. Why am I? Why am I? Why am I crazy to think that uh, that they're going to be the number two team again this year? I told why you, I man. To I told you the two players that are not on the team, or at least are not active. You know, or one is not on the team anymore and the other one isn't active and we don't know if he's going to be active or we don't know what he's going to look like when he's finally active. I, I just think it's just too much production, man. Look, it's not just about the points. It's about the assist with when, when you talk about someone like or two people like uh, Gordon Hayward and, and Kemba Walker. Those are your two facilitators. They're both gone now. I, I just think mm-hmm. that's a huge hole. Again, even, not gone. Again, not gone. even not when gone. you had a reduced or hurt Kemba, that did you a whole... that. Okay, put it this way. Without that, the Southern's wouldn't even made it past the Toronto Raptors. Like, I, I just, I can't overstate, like, Kemba's value to this team. Especially what he meant to him last year. And this year, he's even more important because you don't have Gordon Hayward. And, and you lost that production. And you lost, overall, I would say, continuity within the group. Yeah, the majority of, these te- uh, the majority of this team was here last year. But with those two guys out of the fold and question marks surrounding Kemba Walker and question marks surrounding new players and, and new roles and, and, and rookies that have to be thrust into this without even having the proper rookie route, which is summer league and months of training and a full training camp and a full preseason six-game schedule. Like, all that out of the window is going to be – that hurts the Celtics in a big way. Well, I know, I know you feel that way. But I do feel that uh, I know I know you probably get the Celtics at like number five or some bullshit. But I still I still get the Celtics as number two team. I don't have them as number one. I think the Nets are have shown that uh, are my thoughts about. Okay, so the Bucks add in Drew Holiday. That doesn't that doesn't do anything for you. Here's here's my okay. Can I tell you that I'm not as I'm not as this this two to th- this Bucks versus Celtics thing is not as much about as me being super super high on the Celtics as much as it is about I just don't see that Miami um, that Milwaukee got too much better with the addition of Drew Holiday. Like Drew Holiday is a better player than 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 Eric Bledsoe, yes, but Drew Holiday has shown year in and year out that he cannot stay healthy and he cannot be there for the times that you need him. And he's like, he's old as hell. Like Drew Holiday. No, he is not that old. Stop it. Get out of here. I know he's got a baby face, but he ain't that old. My man, Drew Holiday was playing against Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Yeah, when he was 19, he was like, he was like, uh, you know, Jason Tatum without the Ascension. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just saying Drew Holiday. Like people think that Drew Holiday is an up and coming player. It's not true. Like, just let's let's be honest. Well, he's, he's, like, he's, he's 30. Okay. That, that's the best way to put it. When you, when you put 30 on someone, it's like, okay, you're, you're not, you're not old, but you're not, you know, you're ascending, you're, 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 you're done ascending. You're an injury prone 30 year old. Or you could use Sean's words, I guess. Okay. <laughs> you're an injury prone 30 year old who can be an all-star when he's healthy, but he hasn't been healthy and he just hasn't proved to be healthy. So like, I, I I'm just not. I'm I'm more excited about the Bobby Portis pickup for the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks than I think the Drew Holiday pickup because it gives them some some attitude, you know what I mean? Which is I think this team is that team is like <laughs> definitely gives but, them that. But and, at the same time, at the same time, the way that it sort of starts to play out to me, Sway is 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 honestly the top three teams do have question marks. 
in my opinion. So the Nets, the Bucks, and the Celtics, the next the Celtics and the Bucks, if you want to go over by rankings, are they have some question marks. They're not they're not foolproof teams. Like, can Kevin Durant stay healthy for the full season? Can, you know, the Celtics make up for the time that Kemba Walker's gonna be out? Can Kemba Walker be healthy when he comes back? You know, can Drew Holiday actually make a difference on this Nets on this Bucks team? Uh, you know, what, where do you, how happy is Giannis going to be when he realizes that he signed this contract again? And it's the same old thing. Like they, they could clearly be the number one team in the regular season just because that's their MO. But then what happens again? Like, so there are some questions, um, health related questions, performance related questions, but that's the way I see it shaking out. And that's what I'm going to stick to. I got the Nets. I got the Celtics. I got the Bucks. I got the Heat and I got, the Raptors. That's my top five. You're gonna hate my top five. Uh, probably the way you've been shitting on my top five. No, I'm not anyone. I fucking hate it. If you start with the Celtics, <laughs> bro, I'm hanging up the fucking fucking phone. I'm, I'm so Joel right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you definitely the Heat is number one. You fucking pussy. The Heat? No, I don't have the Heat number one. All right, all right. That would be a Joel move right there. I do have the Celtics number five though. I knew it, bro. I knew it. This guy's been, you know what? You know who you've been hanging out with too much, bro? Is the freaking, the freaking, you can't, the people that are scared to be a homer, people. That's the, it affects your mind. I call how I see it, Sean. I can't, I can't call it any other way, man. This is what I do. No, no, no. That's what I do. And, And don't, and don't act like, Again, I haven't given the Celtics the benefit of the doubt the last couple of years, and they haven't steered me wrong. It, it, they haven't. You know what? You know what? If you if you believe in a team, you don't. It's not that you're a homer. It's that you believe in a team, and you can look at the rest of the league and say, "I don't believe in these teams." Just because that happens, like take out your fandom on the side, like whatever. If if the, the the people who are who are screaming and yelling right now, if the Celtics are not a top three team in the Eastern Conference, are ones that are that just wanna look like they're not homers and i hate that shit it's nope. almost gone the other way with the it's the felger and mazism and taking over the fucking media in boston that the thing that the cls thing you're on i love watching that shit i love it you, you, everyone's great on it but the fact that they're like oh don't say nothing good about the Celtics. they're gonna be a homer like fuck out of here you know what i mean like get the fuck out of here you can say some good shit about the celtics they're not a fucking number five team in this that, that'd, be, that'd be ridiculous if they finish in the fifth seed that would be an absolute failure if they finish in the fifth seed and anyone that wants to fucking have that as their prediction sway I don't know, man. I mean, you got beef. <laughs> Yo, it's like I said from the top, man. There's only one that there's there's it, it, there isn't the same sort of uh, offensive confidence. I, I don't have confidence in this team on offense, man. I, defensively, that hasn't that hasn't changed for me, and, and I think that's a big reason why they're still a top five team because defensively they're gonna get it done. Tristan Thompson was a huge addition because of that, but he doesn't address the the offense again. I'm 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 concerned. Uh, no Kemba Walker. Um, you couple that with playing teams like twice in, in, in three days, you know, in some instances back to back, there's a crazy West coast road trip and all this is happening. A good chance. All this happens without Kemba Walker on your team. You know, the, the, the first 10 games, well, how about the first 20 games? Like there's a good chance. You're not going to have Kemba Walker there. I, I think it hurts them tremendously. Um, the, the schedule's not doing them any favors in, in, in this, uh, congested, regular season and we don't even know what the second half of the regular season is going to look like so it's tough to, to even gauge it but the way i see it right now uh 
I, I just think they're gonna be they're gonna they're gonna be really slow. It's gonna be the slowest start we'll see we've seen from the Celtics in a long time. And um, that doesn't necessarily mean that this team can't make it to each conference finals. You know, I mean, Sean, I, th- I think it's, some people forget that this team finished third last year. You guys, people, uh, it's like almost like it felt like they were in second place because of the way they performed. But they did finish third. They had the third best record. But when it came down to it, they beat the Toronto Raptors in the best of seven series, which is the second best team. I, I'm not saying the Celtics can't top a team that's going to finish the regular season um, with a better record in the postseason. But there's just a lot of ifs. And the biggest question mark is Kemba Walker. And then... The other question mark would be addressing that TPE. Danny Ainge, we talked about this last week. Some pieces, one piece, something, some sort of contributor that's going to come in here and, and, and give the Celtics help at that wing position. I think that's going to be essentially what pushes the Celtics into a deep playoff run. They, they still have the pieces to, to make a deep playoff run. Kemba Walker's health is the biggest question mark, but that TPE is probably the second biggest. Well, I mean, I agree with the TPE. And I agree that there's going to be trades this year. But I think when you're looking at projecting the whole fucking season, you can't look at it the way the team's built right now. That's just it's, it's end all be all. Yeah, you know but when, I mean? when, when Kemba's not even in uniform and Romeo can't even put a uniform on, it's like, and, I, and the reason I bring up Romeo is because that, that, that wing position, man, Tatum, Brown, and then just a dramatic drop off. Shit, Javante Green couldn't even put up two points in a preseason game. Like, I mean, that's, you know, and he and he started. Does Grant Williams have to start here? You know, like, how do you figure this thing out? And what, you know, the second unit, Jeff Teague, I love Jeff Teague. But outside of that, you know, Philadelphia, I like what Philadelphia did. They added Danny Green. They added Seth Curry, a couple of shooters. You know, you have a healthy Ben Simmons going through. So if Ben Simmons can finish the regular season, you don't think there's a good chance that they end up having a better record than the Boston Celtics? I got them at number four. You know, and that wasn't that wasn't easy, by the way, Sean. I wasn't like, oh, Philly, no question, boom. Like I had to really think about that, and I had to give Philly the edge there because of those two shooters. I mean, I, I guess I guess I, me and you have always differed on Philly. Me and you have always differed on Philly. I'm I'm not big on the. You were bigger than last year. Oh no, no 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 the Jimmy Butler. No, I was big, Jimmy Butler. I was, excuse me, three, yeah, uh, two years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so when they had Jimmy Butler, that was different. That was yeah. different. That was clearly different than the way they've been made up for the past two years, and it just doesn't seem like they've they've understood that. Wait, we actually need a fucking number two on this team. You know, if Embiid's going to be your one, you need a two, and Simmons isn't a two. So, like for all the good things that he does, he does great things, but he's basically Gordon Hayward without a jump shot. Like. <laughs> Like that's what he is. <laughs> that's like the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah, imagine Gordon Hayward without a jump shot. <laughs> imagine if Gordon Hayward instead of when he was balling here, and you know everyone wanted to say he was in a, he was. Imagine if he was averaging nine points a game, bro, and, and couldn't shoot, and couldn't shoot any three pointers, and he just had to drive, and it was like, well, now we have to change our whole fucking offense. Guy. You know what I mean? Like, like everybody else is fucking shooting too. Like, what the yeah, fuck? he's he's got seven rebounds and eight assists and four steals tonight. But what the fuck? Now, you know, like, that's that's Ben Simmons to me. All right, fair enough. Well, maybe in a somewhat perfect world, James Harden comes in and saves the day, but we don't know that's going to happen. But in the meantime, and let's say if James Harden stays put or if he goes anywhere else but Philly, I think they edge out the Celtics record-wise. Record-wise. I'm not saying that they can beat the Celtics in the best of seven series. They could, but I don't say... I don't think I don't think it's a lock. I don't know. Well, I think I think you're doing you're doing a lot of drugs. 
No, but, man, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm trust me. I'm, I'm thinking this thing through. You all put right? the spoon down. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking this thing through. I'm, I'm seeing clearly, and it's just the, the beginning doesn't look great for the Celtics. It does. All right, bro. I know. And I know. I know you're high on the beginning. Doesn't look great, but we're talking about the whole season here, Sway. They're not going to get in that much of a hole that you think. That West Swear. Coast. That West Coast road trip is no joke. It's in February. I don't know if Kemba Walker is going to be on that plane. I don't know. If he's not, Celtics are in big trouble. I'm telling you right now. All, All right. right. We'll see what happens. All right. Next up, number three, I have the Miami Heat. The Eastern Conference champion, Miami Heat. Um, I, I I like this team because, uh, you know, they're they're pretty much what I envisioned the Celtics to be last year. You know, they have that well-balanced attack of a few players that could give you, that could pretty much go off and drop 30 on you any given night. And then you have the defense to, to back that up. And then you have the bench full of guys who can also play on both ends. So I, I just think that they're they're modeled to be the top team in the East. But because of the Brooklyn Nets and because of the the Milwaukee Bucks, they, they're number three. I think the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be, you'll see more of what we saw last year. I do think they, they, they get a bit tougher with, with Drew Holiday. But um, I don't think they win more games than the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are just... They're stacked, man. That, that that's what makes them so tough. That's why I think this team was is tougher now than they would be if they were to trade for James Harden and add him to to Kyrie yes. Irving and uh, Kevin Durant. That depth, don't get rid of that depth, Brooklyn. Don't be stupid now. Don't go ahead and trade for for James Harden. You know, last week I was on the Sports Hub talking to Christian Arkan, and you know he asked me what, what's what's the scariest you know uh, scenario for Celtics fans if James Harden were to come to the East. And I'm like, you know, honestly, the Brooklyn Nets one, that one doesn't scare me necessarily as much as compared to the to Philadelphia or maybe another team like Toronto. You know, I, I think that depth is going to get you very far. And, and Celtics fans, if you're not hit by now, I mean, I don't know what to tell you because that, whatever. You can call it preseason. You can say it doesn't count. Yeah, that's true. But what I saw on both ends of the floor, those players that they have coming off the bench, the Karis Leverts and the and the and the uh, Jared Allen and that's the part that scares me, bro. I mean, that's the, the depth. Yeah, that's the ideal depth you want to have if 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 you're for a team that's poised to make to the NBA Finals. That that's it. And you know what else too, Sean? Because that because this team technically was put together a season ago. I'm getting big like 2012 Miami Heat vibes right now. You know, like this whole Kyrie saging or no, what is it called? Smudging. Yeah. I believe is the correct verb. Smudging. And, and Yo, the, the spreading no. good vibes and making sure the energy is even. These young guys are going to buy into that shit, Sean. They're going to buy into it, and they're going to buy into seeing Kevin Durant drop 30 every single night. They haven't seen that before, up close and personal. So that's going to motivate everybody. This is going to be a Ky- tough team. Kyrie's gentrifying Brooklyn even more than it already has been, bro. <laughs> Yo, for real. Ridiculous. On and off all, the court, all, all for the sure. Motherfucking, all the motherfucking, uh, you know, People that are at the fucking gourmet coffee shop every morning spending thirteen dollars on a cup of coffee. For real, or like uh, they I stage my apartment every morning before I walk out. So I don't blame I don't blame Kyrie. You know, Jay Z's pissed, bro. Jay Z's pissed. He's like, yo, give me Brooklyn back. Jay Z's like, yo, you know how we used to fucking sage rooms? We used to just burn blunts. <laughs> <laughs> that always evens the energy, you know. Everyone's always happy from that, you know. Just, just burn up, Kyrie. What are you, what are you doing? You know, like if they, if they were like Kyrie walks around TD Garden ripping a blunt, I would be like, you know what? I like all you. the bad things I said about Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they maybe just don't. But Sage, bro, this is him trying to 
trying to really hold on and remind everybody, uh, my mom's 50% Native American. All right? I mean, there you go. And it's just like... Sioux uh, gang. Sioux fall gang all day. Yo, Sioux fall gang. Gang gang. <laughs> gang gang. <laughs> so I don't know, man. So, I'm just... So wait, I, I'm oh. like... I'm, it's whatever to me at this point. I, yeah, of course, I rolled my eyes. I kind of like uh, when I saw him doing it, but I'm like, I, I didn't. I didn't look at it as, uh, oh, he's doing it because it's Boston. I just think it's just Kyrie's doing it because he knows everyone's looking at him and knowing oh, no, that he's he, back in Boston. He did it because it was Boston. He yeah, but he's gonna he do it. He's gonna do it at other places. But yeah, maybe he conveniently picked Boston for him to, you know, to, to the starting point. But he's gonna keep doing this. He's gonna keep By doing the way, it. Red Red Arback is rolling over in his fucking grave right now. <laughs> Letting someone else in fucking come into the Boston Garden and sage the Boston Garden and burn incense and try to excel demons. Get the fuck out of here. Like Danny Ainge. I don't doubt. This is one of my biggest. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is, this Conspiracy is, this theory my, time. I, I, can, I can see it already now. If, 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 if shit goes south this year, Tom's going to point to this. He's going to say, yo, he freaking. Where was security? Kyrie. Where Security. Kyrie's witchcraft is the reason why the Celtics didn't didn't pull it together this year. Hey, I I I don't believe in witchcraft. I don't believe in weird shit. But if someone fucking comes in, I'm superstitious. Okay, <laughs> if someone fucking comes in, like uh, like you know what? If I went into the TD Garden and brought sage, and they, they don't even let lighters in the TD Garden. <laughs> Okay, I've lost the lighter every single time I tried to walk into that place, and he gets the light sage up. What the hell? I've definitely, hell I've definitely this? been with you. And uh, one time we're going into the game, they took two lighters for some reason. Sean had two lighters in his pocket. I thought if I brought two, they would only take one, but then they <laughs> they took both. I thought I was being. What's that? That logic? I don't know, man. This is a bit flawed. I would have talked to you about that one. It is a big flood, but like the problem is, is that sometimes they're like, "Hey, put everything in your, put everything in your hat." Oh, so if they saw one, they were going to pat you down. They, or wouldn't, they wouldn't have patted me down, or if they did, they would have been like, "Oh, well, you know, you obviously no one brings two lighters anywhere." <laughs> yeah. You know. Can we tell the epic story about uh, the the Golden State Warriors triple overtime game? Oh, of course, bro. I'm always down to tell that story, man. <laughs> no, we should save it. Wait, wait. Before before you, we should save it for after. All right, that's an after-hours program that's going to be coming up ASAP. But are you saying are you saying that you got the Brooklyn Nets as number two? Then I do. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I have a number one. Okay, so you got the you got the Nets. I got, got Nets. Bucks. Nets. Bucks. Heat. Nets. Bucks. Heat. Sixers. Celtics. Sixers. Celtics. You you haven't put the spoon down. I know you haven't. Put Celtics. The spoon down. Celtics. Sixers. A game and a half tops between those two. No more than that. That's going to be what everyone's going to be like, oh, they got to win this game because of the playoff implications. And it's going to be all about trying to uh, climb to the third seed. And then it's going to be like what we you went through what? last year. Same thing we went through last year. Oh, yeah, climb, right. climb to the third seed. But uh, maybe the fourth isn't that bad. Whereas the third seed, you could potentially see uh, the Raptors or Pacers. That's going to be the narrative. The, you know, avoid the Raptors and Pacers. Uh, stay in the fourth seed. Fourth or fifth doesn't really matter. And 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 play Philly in the in the first round like he did last year. So I'm I'd be okay with Philly in the first round series. I don't care. We, I think we can take them. I do think if there's a mesh between our two rankings and the Bucks 
end up playing the Wizards in the first round. Hmm. That could be an upset. I'm with you on that. That's, a, that's an upset way yeah. to happen, kid. Yeah. That's what's so interesting about this year because the East got significantly better, and all of a sudden these top or these or these bottom playoff teams are are at a point where they could they could depending on how the things break break down, they could jump into the second round and knock off one of these top teams for sure. I believe that whether it's the Bucks, whether it's uh, you know maybe the Heat, Philly, if Philly gets into a third seed, a top three seed, they're they're a bit vulnerable at that spot if you're facing a team like the the Pacers or the or the Wizards. For real, dog. But we'll see. We'll I'm see. With I'm with you. But I think your your top five rankings suck. Uh, they do. And <laughs> I can't wait for the Celtics to make it to the finals. And we'll talk about how you had them ranked fifth in the Eastern Conference. I can't wait till this team is nowhere near 500 after the first 10 games. And I can laugh at you. Listen. Listen. And you know That's what I'll say fun. after the first 10 games? That never gets old. You know what I'll say? Why do you always want a response in this episode? What, you know Sean? What, what, what will you say, Sean? I was actually <laughs> this is like the third I... time you're waiting for me to <laughs> actually answer the question. It's like when someone says, like, hey, you know what, man? Like, who, whoever says no, don't tell me what, bro. Don't fucking, you know I don't want to know. You know what? No. You know what, bro? Like, who the fuck says no after that? Yo, can I ask you something? No. Like, who says no after that? I do, bro. <laughs> I thought you were doing it right now. <laughs> huh? <laughs> uh, what were you even gonna say? Did you even have anything? Or you just being an asshole? No, I'm just gonna say if they're if they're not they're not gonna be 500 after the first 10 games, and even if they are, I'm still gonna believe in the team over a 72 game season. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not holding a whole lot of weight on that, but it's just a it's just a a, a, a small sample size of of what the the next month and a half could look like that's all i'm saying all right guys we're up out of here you know what sean i'm i'm i'm, I'm tired of your ass well we're gonna look ahead next episode because the next episode is gonna be a couple of days away from this one all right guys we got the western conference to preview it's a brand new nba season it's causeway street you know the vibes were amped up the the, the two for one sean remember we were saying this i need those fucking vibes <laughs> we were saying this <laughs> before the bubble we're getting a two for one so this is the, this is the second Hell one yeah. second season Less than Yo, a year. Let's go. Let's go. It's like we just fucking started the season. We stopped it for no reason, and now we're back at it. <laughs> we're back at it. And of course, we're back at it. We're giving you nothing but great content. Check us out on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Check out CausewayStreet.com. The season's starting, so we've got brand new content coming up on there. So check it out. And of course, if you haven't already, there's still time to sign up. Patreon.com slash Causeway gets you a free entry. For our raffle that we'll be doing. We're days away from giving away a brand Celtics. new Celtics jersey for the start of the regular season, guys. Celtics jersey of your choice. So if you're a Prayton Pritchard guy, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you anyone. We'll give it to you for free. Yo, we'll fucking, we'll send you a taco jersey if you, if you want, all right? Whichever, any player you want, <laughs> all right? So all you got to do is subscribe to uh, no, Causeway After Hours. We will not send a Kyrie Irving jersey. That's the only one. <laughs> that's maybe that's the only one. Head to, to Patreon dot com slash Causeway and subscribe, and uh, your, your your name will be entered, and we'll be uh, we'll be picking a winner at the end of this week. Let's do it. All right, we'll see y'all next episode. Western Conference preview. Stay tuned, guys, because there's a whole lot to debate on that. Side.